that the pontiff, clad in purple and gold, was, this is the words of Arnoff, quote, Antichrist, sitting in the temple of God and showing himself as God, end quote. Now, I just added that little clip down at the bottom that uh, this was from a secular newspaper in 1998. Vatican archives revealed that the Bible was once banned by the Roman Catholic Church. They had to undo that for PR purposes. On Thursday, alongside the Inquisition archives, was the infamous index of forbidden books. Got a lot in, in common with the left-wing liberals, don't they? Banning books. Which Roman Catholics were forbidden to read or possess in pain of excommunication. They showed that even the Bible was once on the blacklist. Yeah, they, listen, they, they had a Bible in their churches that was chained down. You weren't allowed to own your own. And only what the priest would read to you from that chained down Bible could you ever hear of the Bible. Uh, Eberhard II, Archbishop of Salzburg, said, this was uh, in the 50s, quote, stated at a synod of bishops held at Regensburgs in 1240, that the people of his day were accustomed to calling the Pope Antichrist, end quote. That's just 1950s, folks. Are they accustomed to that today? Because there's a falling away going on. Yeah. Folks, if you, as I'm telling you, you got to read history. you got to pray. The Lord will give you the sense to love history. If you don't love history, you don't have enough sense. Amen. Pray, Lord, help me to have enough sense to love history. Then you'll go back and read this stuff, and it's amazing. And it's also very edifying because you see the Bible is so right on. And one of the things that that history will show you is so many wonderful, uh, God-fearing, Bible-believing people who were murdered by Rome. And uh, it'll make you angry, but it also uh, should give you a heart for the persecuted church and also a heart to want to be in that place where all those people are. <laughs> yeah, Mary? Uh, a thousand years of church history up there on that top shelf towards the right is like Yeah. Yeah, we've got several uh, things in, in our library that you can read and learn from as far as history goes. How many of you know who Roger Williams is? Yeah, he's credited with uh, founding the first Baptist church in, a, in America, in Rhode Island, and being behind the separation of church and state in Rhode Island that became uh, part of our Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Uh, and I had somebody one time tell me, he said, well, Roger Williams was the first Baptist in America, and he wouldn't agree with you preaching what you preach about the Pope. Okay, Roger Williams, quote, the pretended vicar of Christ on earth, who sits as God over the temple of God, exalting himself not only above all that is called God, but over the souls and consciences of all his vassals, yea, over the Spirit of Christ, over the Holy Spirit, yea, and God himself, speaking against the God of heaven, thinking to change times and laws, but he is the son of perdition, end quote. Amen. I think Roger Williams would agree with me. I mean, he just did. The popes have called themselves and each other Antichrist. Did you know this? <laughs> John Wycliffe says this, 
quote, when the Western church was divided for about 40 years between two rival popes, one in Rome and the other in Avignon, France, each pope called the other pope Antichrist. (laughs) And John Wycliffe is reputed to have regarded them as both being right. (laughs) He said, quote, Two halves of Antichrist making up the perfect man of sin between them. End quote. There's that English humor. As Antichrist, the popes have always believed they are to rule the world. Just like the Antichrist. This is from the Council of Trent, 1545. Quote, We define that the Holy Apostolic See and the Roman Pontiff hold primacy over the whole world. End quote. I get, tell you, go back and read. Uh, who's the fellow who uh, made Morse code? <laughs> Just testing it. Samuel Morris, who came up with it, he wrote about it. He said, you better watch. You let all these Catholics in your country, they'll ruin your country. Folks, the Sodomites are doing a number on us. There's all kinds of groups doing a number on us, but the Roman Catholics in this country are doing a number on us. If you want to see who's voting for all these liberals and taking away your rights, Roman Catholics are among the majority, and a lot of them are women. And they're pro-choice, even though their church is supposed to be uh, uh, pro-life. And they support gay marriage, all that stuff. And uh, it'll be a bunch of Roman Catholics left behind after the rapture who will be lockstepping, goose-stepping with the Antichrist right here in the U.S. of A. You watch it. Mark it down. We'll be watching from heaven. Amen. As Antichrist, the popes stand in the place of Jesus as his counterfeit. This is uh, Eon Paisley. Quote, Antichrist is a Greek word. Vicar is an English word. The words are synonymous. They have exactly the same meaning. Antichrist translated into the English is vice Christ or vicar of Christ. Vicar of Christ rendered into the Greek is antichristos. Antichrist. The ordinary use of the word in the Greek is decisive on this point. So every time the Pope claims to be the vicar of Christ, he is pleading at the bar of the world's opinion that he indeed is the Antichrist. End quote. That's a fact. Now Charles Spurgeon said this, quote, It is the bounden duty of every Christian to pray against Antichrist, and as to what Antichrist is, no sane man ought to raise a question. If it be not the popery in the Church of Rome, there is nothing in the world that can be called by that name. End quote. Crystal clear to people who want to see the truth. Pope Boniface 1302, quote, Furthermore, we declare, we proclaim, we define that it is absolutely necessary for salvation that every human creature be subject to the Roman pontiff, end quote. He can go to hell. Well, he did. My salvation does not rely on any man other than the man Christ Jesus. That's a cult leader. Anybody making that statement is sick in the head, sick in the heart, and full of the devil. Uh, This was from a letter written by a cardinal. Did you hear? They they thought the Pope got the bird flu. They thought he got it from a cardinal. But (laughs) that's a joke. 
a letter from Cardinal Giuseppe Sarto, who became known as Pope Pius X in 1903. He's writing to a man named Don Marino. He says, I have read all the homilies I have made since my coming here in Venice, and only in the sermon for the anniversary of the election of the Holy Father, again, a blasphemous term given to the Pope, Jesus used it one time about the, uh, our Heavenly Father. And they claim it for themselves, names of blasphemy. He says this, I said these exact words, he's quoting himself, very humble. Quote, the Pope represents Jesus Christ himself, and therefore is a loving Father, capital F. End quote. That's what they believe about themselves, folks. As Antichrist, the Pope's received and boasts of names that are blasphemous. I just mentioned one, Holy Father. This is from 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, and 4. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. The final Antichrist, Pope, the final Pope, will go into the temple in Jerusalem and cut off the sacrifice of animals He'll probably slaughter a pig, and just like Epiphanes did, and he's going to declare himself God and demand the worship of the world inside the temple in Jerusalem. But in the meantime, his forerunners holding the papacy, the office of the papacy, are all exalting themselves above all that is called God. John Wesley said this, in Antichrist and His Ten Kingdoms, page 110. Quote, He is, in an emphatical sense, the man of sin, as He increases all manner of sin above measure. And He is, too, properly styled the son of perdition, as He has caused the death of numberless multitudes, both of His opposers and followers. He it is that exalteth Himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, claiming the highest power and highest honor, claiming the prerogatives which belong to God alone, end quote. Find me some Methodists and Wesleyans that will agree with that statement today. Yeah. They're out there. They're out there, but they're very few. Very few. That's the guy who founded their churches, John Wesley. Um, this was uh, another example of a Catholic referring to, it says, but to believe that our Lord God the Pope the establisher of said decreto and of this could not decree as he did decree should be accounted heretical. He was refuting someone who said that the Pope didn't have the right to say the things he was saying. And he referred to the Pope as the Lord God, the Pope. That's typical in Catholic literature. We read in Revelation 17... Verse 3, we read, So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy. All these, this is, one, if I was in a court of law, making a case in front of a judge, one thing after another, and the other side cannot refute all this, demonstrating what the Bible teaches about the Antichrist. These are just some of the names of blasphemy. I, for the sake of time, we're not going to run all the references. But in John 17, 11, Jesus referred to the Father as Holy Father. That's what they call the Pope. First name of blasphemy. Second name, Pontifex Maximus. 
Go back to our Revelation study on Pergamos, the church in Pergamos. You'll see that the Babylonian priesthood moved to Pergamos and then was trans transferred through Augustus Caesar to the Caesars of Rome and through Constantine in 325 AD into the papacy. And that's why the popes claim that title that traces back to Constantine, to Augustus Caesar, to Pergamos, to Babylon, Pontifex Maximus. It's a pagan title of deity claiming to be God. The third name of blasphemy is Blessed Father, referred to uh, only the Heavenly Father in Matthew 23, 9. Monsignor. How many of you heard that, Monsignor? You know what that means? My Lord. And uh, John 20, 28 is the reference. How many of you heard me say, please do not call me reverend? They call him holy reverend. Psalm 111.9, only God is reverend. I had somebody give me a Bible one time, and they put on there, Reverend Greg Miller. And, uh, you know, I try not to be, I try to be gracious. I wasn't nasty. I didn't say anything. I took it home and scraped the reverend off. <laughs> they saw it a few weeks later. What happened to your Bible? I said, I don't mean any uh, disrespect or anything, but I'm not reverend. Only God's reverend, and so I just had to remove that. And they were like, I never thought about that, you know. So hopefully they stopped calling men reverend after that. Uh, the sixth name of blasphemy is His Holiness. Revelation fifteen four: we are not holy except that we are holy in Christ. It's His Holiness. Amen. <laughs> and the seventh is that vicar of Christ that Eon Paisley, the great Presbyterian from uh, Ireland who explained what that means. It means Christ on earth or Antichrist. Uh, and we saw in Daniel 8.25, And through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand. Go back and listen to those Daniel studies. If you haven't listened to them, you've missed a lot. It says, And he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. How many of you have heard of Pope's always talking about peace? Every time the Roman Catholic Church gets control, there's nothing but war. What do you think Mexico is? That's what Mexico is. Mexico is a Roman Catholic country. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. That's the final pope, the Antichrist. Pope Innocent III said, quote, Those whom the Pope of Rome doth separate, it is not a man that separates them, but God. For the Pope holdeth place on earth, not simply of a man, but of the true God. End quote. Pope Innocent III. Another Pope, Nicholas. Quote, I am all in all and above all, so that God himself and I, the vicar of God, hath both one consistory, and I am able to do almost all that God can do. Wherefore, if those things that I do be said not to be done of man but of God, what can you make of me but God? Again, if prelates of the church be called and counted of Constantine for gods, I then, being above all prelates, seem by this reason to be above all gods. Wherefore, no marvel if it be in my power to dispense with all things, yea, with the precepts of Christ. End quote. Wow. Yes. 
Cardinal Robert Bellamine, quote, All names which in the scriptures are applied to Christ, by virtue of which it is established that he is over the church, all the same names are applied to the Pope. End quote. But folks, it's not just the Pope, by the way. I mean, the Roman Catholic Church in general. But a lot of people aren't even Roman Catholic. They treat the Pope like he's a god. Did you hear that uh, one time when the Pope uh, was out in Colorado, I think it was, and he's getting a limousine ride, and he talked to the limousine rider and letting him drive? So he's going on one of those uh, out west, you know, you can go like 80 mile per hour, but he's going like 120 mile per hour, and the cop pulled him over. He walks up and he says, can I see your ID? And he looks and he sees it, the Pope. He says, I'll be right back. He goes back to his car and calls his superior and says, uh, we, I think I pulled over somebody real important right now. He says, well, who, is he more important than me? Well, yeah, I think so. He's more important than the governor? Uh, yes, I believe so. More important than the president? He said, yeah. He says, well, who is he? He says, I don't know, but it, the Pope's his limo driver. <laughs> That's how important the Pope is. <laughs> Bellarmine said, quote, The Pope is not only the representative of Jesus Christ, but he is Jesus Christ himself, hidden under the veil of flesh. End quote. I, 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 I'm going to only do a couple more, but we could go on and on and on with these quotes. Pope Leo XIII, quote, We hold upon this earth the place of God Almighty. End quote. Everybody always likes to say, well, Pope John Paul II was different. This is him. Quote, we readily understand the devotion of St. Francis of Assisi for the Lord Pope, the daughterly outspokenness of St. Catherine of Siena towards the one whom she called sweet Christ on earth. End quote. He's saying that it's, it's understandable that they would call him that. So the implications are well understood by the Roman priesthood. A Cardinal Manning said, quote, The Catholic Church is the, either the masterpiece of Satan or the kingdom of the Son of God, end quote. He's right. And I know which one it is. Cardinal Newman, quote, A sacerdotal order, which is all the sacraments for salvation, is historically the essence of the Church of Rome. If not divinely appointed, it is doctrinally the essence of Antichrist. End, end quote. Amen. So we submit to you that the Pope is Antichrist. And the final Pope will be the Antichrist. And just in summary, one billion Roman Catholics already submit to his authority. One billion Hindus readily accept other gods into their religion. So when the Antichrist shows up, they'll throw him on the pile with the rest of them, take the mark. The Bible never says the Antichrist says you have to forsake all other gods. You simply must worship him as God. And the one billion Roman Catholics and the one billion Hindus, one billion adherents of Asian religions and atheism would easily fall in once the trib period begins. The atheists will do whatever for survival. Uh, Asian religions also don't even have a concept of God, so if they have to do something in order to buy, sell, or trade... They'll do it. You see how easily, once the rapture happens and the world's in chaos, how all these will come together under the Pope. And then after the Gog Magog, World War III, the remainder of one billion adherents of Islam. The remainder, because five out of six of those fighting in that war will be killed. And the remainder will submit under desperation or duress. And you will have your one world order under the Pope.
So in closing, the world is prepped and ready for the final pope as the Antichrist. If you go back and if you have to go back and watch this and get it in your head, read A Woman Rides the Beast, watch the documentary, watch those movies by Chris Pinto on the Bible, uh, The uh, Tares Among the Wheat, um, Bridge to Babylon, and there's a third one. Uh, there's three of them. They take about nine hours total to watch them. Watch about 10 or 15 minutes a day if you need to. You'll just be so convinced and you'll wonder, where was all this information? I've done my part to try to tell you, but most preachers aren't doing it today. I believe the case is undeniable for those who love and believe the truth. Amen? All right, I am going to close in prayer, but I do want to give we got a couple, just a couple minutes I want to spare for any questions or comments before I pray. Anybody? Charlie? Olivia and I were just talking that it's like we know that like the, the Catholic Church is evil. I mean, like we know that. But it's just it's amazing seeing the words of these people and thinking that they're still held in high regard. And they are directly opposed to all that is good. And that they're still they're still called That's another point really to bring up. These other cults that are out there, everybody's like, oh, they're crazy. But they don't believe anywhere near the craziness that you saw tonight. Yeah. It's just amazing. Mary? You know how Congress is growing people that are wanting to be appointed for something, and they're like, well, let's look at your Twitter account. You know, I mean, can you imagine what the white firm judge is going to be like when one of these popes is there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see it. We'll be there. <laughs> well, yeah, the final one will. But all these she's talking about, they'll be there. We'll see it. Doug? Yeah, in a spiritual sense. Yeah, yeah, in a, in a, that's in a spiritual context, and you have a whole priesthood. I mean, that's a whole other thing that we've talked about and will again. But the whole priesthood in Rome is just so blasphemous. And you go to him to confess your sins and all that kind of thing. He gives you absolution. This is crazy. Yeah, Mike. All the more reason to get out there with this word. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And and I should say that. I should have said that at the end of this, really. But, I mean, I, I kind of take for granted, you all have heard it so much here, that all this is to motivate you. You know, it's not just, to, oh, that's interesting. You know, oh, I know something now. No. Uh, these people need Jesus. <laughs> Amen. And he's, he's written tracks about it. we got chick tracks about it, you know, and, and uh, uh, we have some that we've got on our prayer list that our Catholics were praying for. So let's close. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time in your word, and we just thank you for the truth that you've shown us and helping us to have discernment, which is lacking so much today. But as Mike said, Lord, we want to uh, learn these things so that you will give us a heart for the lost. Lord, that uh, we will look out and see these people not as um, themselves uh, guilty of these sins of Rome, 
and they're not the Antichrist. They are in an Antichrist religion. But they are sinners who simply need Jesus Christ. We're thankful that we have a few here tonight, former Roman Catholics. Uh, we're so thankful they're saved. We're thankful for all the Roman Catholics who come to Christ. Some of the greatest Christians of the last thousand years have been Catholics who got saved. Of course, the whole Reformation was basically Roman Catholics who got saved. So we just thank you for every soul that is saved. Thank you for showing us what's on the horizon so we can see that and be motivated. Our time here is short, that we would do your work while we still have the time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, let's close with a song.